Welcome to Next Up NXT. This is the finest United States NXT wrestling podcast. I say finest uh, with a little bit of warmth in my heart because we got to see a special someone on this week's episode, but I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm, I'm joined here with Kyle. Kyle? Uh, Kyle, Nick. Nick. Okay. Hey, you said well, United said- States also because we're in the United States. So. We are in the United States, and I, I like to delineate because there's this really good NXT UK podcast, Yeah, and uh, I just want to make it clear that, you know, I'm not saying we're finer than them. No, and we, I actually we, had to uh, go down and remind myself what the name was. It's We Are the Universe, right? With the other Kyle, the alternate yeah. timeline Kyle. His- uh, there are a lot of NXT and NXT UK podcasts popping up, I'm noticing, and oh. that's awesome. That is not, I don't think so. I don't like that competition. Oh, you don't want the competition. Okay. No, I don't want to well, try harder. <laughs> well, we don't have we, we don't have to try hard. I tell you why, because it comes so easy to talk about oh, it's true. this show. We've never tried um, hard to begin with. I think that's evident with uh, everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, look, this the runtime on this episode... Shouldn't be too long because it was a very focused NXT episode that we're going to recap. Yeah. But it might be kind of longer than it needs to be because I have seasonal allergies. Do you get those? Oh, I get them. And my eyes start watering and people think I'm crying all the time. And I just, I always say <laughs> it's because of allergy. And I have to, I say it like I'm crying. So it doesn't yeah. help. It's because of allergies, and I'm so sad about the allergies that I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. So what I do is I take, this little pink pill called Benadryl and it might make me talk slower. So if you have that function on your podcast where you can like speed up the playtime, that might be useful. Just for Nick's voice, because if you speed up the playtime for my voice, it'll be too fast. Right. So you're going to be an active listener this week instead of what's the opposite of active deactive. Uh, I would say an inactive (laughs) non-listener. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're going to have to be active. As soon as you hear Nick's voice hit that two times, and then when you hear my voice, you you hit the zero times. Right. Yep. It'll be a fun game. Um, but you know what? Uh, do you have anything important you want to share? I, I recently moved, so I'm in a new office. And if I sound a little echoey, that's because I haven't figured out the acoustics quite yet. Yeah. Do I have anything important that I want to share was the question. And I don't know. Are birthdays important? Because I'm pretty it's happy birthday. about your birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's also another friend of ours' birthday, and he's having his party on my actual birthday. What um, a jerk! And it really makes me upset. So, I'd uh, be. Yeah, I don't get a lot of attention, and this is the first <laughs> year where I'm like, I kind of want that attention. And now he's having a bir- he's like, hey, I'm having a birthday. You could come over. I'm like, it's my birthday too. So yeah, but easy. Think of it this way: easy <laughs> attention. He's planning the party. He's having yeah. people over. All you have to do is go and say, "Hey, everyone, it's my birthday." Yeah, and that'll get you all kinds of attention that I'm sure you're looking for. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will be so impressed that it's your birthday. And you're... I hope he puts my name on the cake. That's all I. That's all I'm hoping for. Well, if he's a true friend, he will. Um, yeah. But happy birthday to you and Thanks. and and to me eventually. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, I know when you're, especially when you're uh, an, an older person, uh, you know, in your thirties, and kids are running around. Older person. Uh, well, I mean, older than me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm thirty-one. When's your birthday? 
I forgot. Oct- October 6th. That's right. Yeah, it's right before yeah. my daughter's. Okay. Yeah, so happy belated. Yeah, I mean, the point is you got these kids running around and they, they it, the birthdays yeah. are so important to them. Do you hear that dog? No, but happy okay. birthday the to quilt, the dog too. The quilt is working. Um, I hung up a quilt for acoustic reasons and uh, I hear a dog, but you don't. Perfect. Magic. Acoustramon. Acoustramon. I like that. It's a, acoustic accoutrement yeah. is what I've done. Well, we've rambled on long enough, and anyone hoping to hear about NXT is just on the edge of their seat, or they've stopped listening. What I do you know think what they're asking, that? though. They're asking, what's up next? No, God damn it. What's next up? <laughs> what is next up? I think what's next up is we talk about what we love about wrestling, and this week, I think we have the same answer. Uh, yeah, on three, which won't work because of the lag with Discord. We're not, yeah, we're, we're lagged, so let's try it anyway, though. <laughs> three, two, one, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Good, yeah. Well, the Smith. champ uh, ha- had to relinquish his title to... To who? To, uh, to, to vacant? HHH. To vacant. Yeah, that meme. And... Yeah, so Vacant is the current champion of NXT and and going right into our amazing recap. Can we do that or oh no, we have to do other things, but I'll just I'll just preview it. Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa had a really cool video segment yeah. uh, on this week's episode, uh kind of chronicling his experience with injury, uh specifically this neck surgery, and it was pretty gritty, pretty raw and it worked on a lot of levels for me as a viewer. So I think I like so. That. It's going to be a long recovery, but um, I, I want to like, I want to stay in kayfabe as much as, po- as possible with what we talk about and stuff. And yeah, I, I watched that video package and I'm like, I, it made me really, because in my mind, I feel like uh, Gargano is the one that just, you know, hurt his neck. Cause this all happened after that, but it's, Obviously not the case in real life, but uh, story-wise, that could be an interesting angle if they choose to do it, if he can come back, because this is pretty brutal. I mean, it's ended, you know, Edge had a similar issue and he he had to stop. Uh, Nigel had a similar issue and he had to stop, but some people came back from it. So, you know, there's hope. Um, And 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 on the... Yeah. Oh, sorry. On the video, you know, they talk about this being an ongoing problem right. for Tommaso Ciampa that was building up. And so you don't necessarily have to bring out, oh, Johnny did this specific thing that yeah. hurt Ciampa, but you could highlight the fact that who's been, who's Ciampa been wrestling for the most part? I mean, yeah. who has, uh, who put has the most been damage? the ongoing problem for Ciampa besides his neck? Right. Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, a literal pain in the neck, that guy. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, uh, NXT does a terrific job of weaving in the reality of these performers yeah. into the storylines that they do. And, and sometimes they're one and the same. So in this case, that is the case. And uh, you have a very passionate sports entertainer, as he likes to call himself, yeah. um, who's given his life to this and who has built something so special in this story with uh, Gargano and his, his rise in NXT. And he is... Uh, once again, undergoing medical procedure because of the wear and tear on his body. Yeah. So, um, I wish nothing but the best to Tommaso Ciampa. He's a brilliant mind 
uh, for wrestling. He's a great performer, and um, I can't wait to see that character back. I can't wait to see that person back in NXT. Yeah. As someone who works in production and stuff, and you do too, you know, you, you write, mm-hmm. you write, you're a writer, um, you you type. You Write or die. You, you look at that video package and you're like, this could have gone so many different ways. Like they could have kept him in character, um, but they chose not to. They chose to show his family or maybe start a new angle with him. I don't know what they were doing with the I video package other it, than what? Making yeah, us emotional? I mean, it d- it definitely was appealing to the fact that, okay, we all know who this performer is, but yeah. they do a good job of not, you know, they don't, they talk about Ciampa being passionate about the title, about NXT, right. and that all works within the story too. Uh, yeah. And so you could, you could see all of that as an added element to Tommaso Ciampa, who he is in NXT. So, yeah. um, I, I didn't know yeah, he was, that, I, I didn't know he was married and I definitely didn't know he had a kid. So seeing that, made me feel for him on more levels than I did before. Like I was more invested after seeing that. And it's, you know, I, I'm already as invested as I can be. But when I saw that kind of stuff, it's like, oh man, like that hits home for me. And I, yeah, I just, I hope he's okay. You know, I, I, we haven't really gotten an update post surgery. Right. Right. So well, I hope- and, and, He's the kind of guy who might just keep us in the dark for the most part, yeah. uh, especially leading up to if he does come back when that happens. Oh, it's got to um, be a surprise. Yeah, I would. You know, I would. He, I would see him as someone who would want to potentially preserve that surprise, and NXT likes to do that, or yeah. not. They may go a different route with it and keep us updated. But whatever the case, uh, you know, uh, the show is is healthy. It's strong, but it's not quite the same. Oh my without God. Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, it feels like something's been ripped from you, you know? Um, so as a viewer, as someone who loves to watch this on a weekly basis and is so invested in it, I feel like something was ripped from my clutches, like Ciampa holding Goldie, you know? Yeah. So uh, I wish him all the best and, and, and uh, quick recovery. So Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and speaking of... Oh well, I, I keep wanting to get into this episode, but we do we do want to talk about what is it? Our kayfabe power rankings? Oh my god! Yeah, hold up. Kayfabe power rankings. Yeah. Well, and I I took some advice from you, Kyle, because last week I was like religiously devoted to this number system we had created. <laughs> yeah. And instead, I just used that as a guide and uh-huh. came up with a top five that made sense based on what's going on right now in the show. But before I share my top five, I want to know, who do you think are the top five on your like power rankings, Kyle? Here are my top five power rankings in NXT for the week of... Oh, geez, I don't even know the dates. This is what happens when you're you know, staying at home and you just... Everything runs together uh, from the episode March 20th, 2019. Um, Kyrie, I got Kyrie on there because it was very subtle this week and we only had a little bit of her on TV and it was with a little promo where she was side by side with EO and Bel Air came in and did her thing and we could talk about that later but Kyrie did some little subtle things that she hasn't really shown much of before she actually got upset you know she doesn't lose her cool she's always smiling 
people call her, um, what's the word they use for Kyrie? Innocent. Um, if you saw her in Japan, you know she's got kind of a dark side to her. And I think she started showing that in this promo uh, because she got really mad at Bel Air. Um, I think that's interesting. I think that adds a little bit more depth to her character. And I'm excited about seeing what happens with that because that's probably going to come out during the match. And uh, th- that could be uh, bad news for EO if Kyrie. A- absolutely. Goes I-, I was just side. thinking there are a lot of interesting ways that could go down yeah. with Kyrie uh, leading into this four way match. But I'll let you continue. Yeah. Apologies. So the promise, the promise of some kind of interesting thing with Kyrie just catapulted her to uh, the top five. Matt Riddle uh, is alone on, well, not alone on the list, but he got here because of a singular thing that happened during the match, uh, the gauntlet match, where he caught, I think it was Cole, right? He caught Cole's um, roundhouse. No, 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 no. It was Alistair Black. So Alistair Black did a roundhouse. He, Matt Riddle caught it. And in the same movement of catching the leg, he like ducks under the leg and kind of fluidly goes under and counters it. And we haven't seen that before. Uh, it was so good that I put him on my top five. Um, plus, Matt Riddle is just always fun to watch. Cole, right? He's, on here. he's undefeated. He's yeah. he's you know he's got a title shot on the on the way. We assume yeah. with with Dream. That's right. Uh, Cole is on here for sure because Cole wins the gauntlet match. Um, he showed some versatility in the ring with just being the most intelligent person on NXT, I think. Uh, In-ring awareness is crazy high. Uh, Then we got Shayna because she's always on there. Just no one can beat Shayna. Maybe someone can, but right now she's unbeatable. She's a great heel, probably the best that's ever been on NXT, I think. Um, And then Kona, because I think that makes sense. Oh, it makes all the sense in the world. And if you're listening and you're thinking, why would you put Kona Reeves on your power rankings? This man hasn't wrestled in a long time. Uh, did you see the guy? He was looking, he was dripping in that's, finery. That's why he's on the power rankings because he hasn't won in a long time. We had this theory where he wins, he gets money for his winnings because they're fighters, yeah. right? You, you would think you get the money when you win. Um but uh, somehow, I guess he got an early allowance from his mom, and he got like a gold medallion. He got some really good Beats uh, headphones and some killer sunglasses. I mean, I mean, I don't know if if anyone listening remembers the first day of school when you happen to have <laughs> a nice new pair of shoes, and you happen to have a brand new Trapper Keeper, and you happen to have new shirt, yeah. new new uh, new shorts, uh, Jinkos, whatever. Uh, you you felt your power level increase, and that's what's yeah. going on right now with Kona. He's not on my power rankings, but Kyle, I will defend your power rankings um, because this gentleman has been buffed by fashion. Oh, certainly no one looked the finest like Kona, so that's why he's <laughs> number one. That's number one spot. On a serious level, I was glad to see him back. I was too because I, I'm always hoping the best for Kona. We've talked about this. I don't want him to just fall away. I want NXT to prove all these silly fans wrong. That's right. I I am such a schadenfreude guy. I like like it when 
when pe- when when complainy people suffer and and yes. you know people hate <laughs> that guy. Uh, it's the same reason why I love Baron Corbin and when he was in XT, I loved Elias because the groans from the audience just give me power and, and oh. pleasure and joy. So yeah, yeah. So so Kona, <laughs> glad to see you back on the show. Yeah. All right, who are your top five? Well, my top five, this is my power rankings, right? Yeah. I've got Baina, Baina, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> the, the, Bain, the Bane of the, of the women's division, Shazler, yeah. um, is at the top of my list. Uh, reason being, she's just stayed dominant, shown me no reason why she should be any lower. Mm-hmm. I uh, have Johnny Gargano as number two Makes because he, Triple H comes out at the beginning of this episode. I, I don't mean to get right into the recap, but I, I just wanted to say this. He comes out at the beginning, sets up a championship match. He tells us what, what would have been between Ciampa and Gargano. It's yeah. a heartbreak. Yeah. Um, but he, he sets up a championship match between Gargano and the winner of a Fatal Five-Way that happens later. But no one questions the fact that Gargano has never had the title. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, he he's going to be in the match. He doesn't have to earn his way in. He's just going to be in it because that's what's right. And that yeah. unspoken acceptance from the audience to me just like makes Gargano that much more special. Oh, it just um, makes sense, man. I mean, he performs. Right. He performs. You don't have to explain yeah. it. Yeah, you don't. He, he you did do. So all like it could have been a six a six-way match and it could have been the I guess they could have done like or two, whoever uh, gets two the two triple pins. threats. Like, whoever gets the first pin can leave the match, and he's going to be in takeover, and then the next guy to get a pin goes. The, yeah, the point is that he didn't have cool. to earn his way in nope. because it's just assumed. So, yeah. um, they ever done that my before, by the way? I got a question. They ever done that where, like, uh, to determine a match, they have five or six guys fight, and then one guy gets a pin he's able to leave the match and he's got the position and the next guy to get the pin uh, gets the position and then it's those two guys? Not, I've never seen that. Huh. But I, I think what stood out to me here, I mean, it makes sense to have a match to qualify for yeah. a title shot given the fact it's vacant. But what I've never seen is a guy who wasn't the, who's never been the champion get a guaranteed shot at the title and there's no storyline explanation for that. It's just like, well, he was going to be in the match against Ciampa because they had this feud going on. Yeah. I mean, it's he didn't, Triple H didn't put it that way, but that's essentially what the case is. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it's fine is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, it works for me because I just want to see that match. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So I'm happy with it. Who's your number three? And then my number three is Kyrie Sane because I think to me... She is the most poised to recapture the women's title. She's had the title before. Yeah. Um, she's got an ally in the ring with her. Um, and so uh, what I mean is in the Fatal 4-Way against Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair and Io Shirai, yeah. um, I think she's in the best position to win. I could be... I Now, I'm not saying that I predict her to win, but I just think she's in a good spot. I and think- she's Kyrie. Yeah, I think you're right with that, too. And I would predict her to win because EO has kind of made it... Um, sorry to hijack this again, but EO has made it apparent that she wants the title and she was saying Kyrie is okay with EO going after it. But if Kyrie wins, EO will be like, well, you said I could go for it. And it'll start this rift, right? Like, 
were you lying to me that you didn't care about it as much kind of thing? So I'm, I'm really interested in the Kyrie EO uh, storyline right now. Anyway, go ahead. And then my, the next on my yeah. list is Adam Cole because he will, we'll talk about the match obviously, but yeah. like he, um, I just think he is poised to win that title. Uh, I don't know that he's going to beat Gargano for it, but I just think he's in a good spot uh, character wise to be a top guy. Yeah. And so, um, and, and he was really clever in this, in this match and, and ended up winning due to some, some opportunism, which makes sense in a fatal five way. Um, so he's number four. And then my number five was tough to pick. There are so many great wrestlers right now in NXT and Mm -hmm. I'm factoring out NXT UK stars just to make this easier. We might need a top 10 if we, if we included them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and that would be long and boring. Uh, but I have Velveteen Dream. I mean, he is the North American champion, mm-hmm. so he's got that going for him. And um, he also is just a guy who can have... I, you know, the fact I'm looking forward to his match with Matt Riddle has less to do with the title. I mean, the title's awesome, right. and it's a focus, and they're both fighting for it, but what I'm really interested in is those two characters interacting. Holy cow. That's going to be great. Um, yeah. I want to see how dream uh, wrestles against riddles style. Like I just haven't seen that yet. And dream does a good job of matching styles. So, and putting his right. spin on it. And, and he sure will. So yeah. uh, he rounds out my top five. I've got Baszler, Gargano, Sane, Cole, and dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a dream team. Yeah. My I, voice cracked. I was so I'd excited. Say so 1992 right oh and and 96 they came back together we're talking about basketball now next up <laughs> <Yeah>. nba <laughs> yeah next up um michael jordan scotty pippen okay i do want to say something about michael jordan michael jordan okay. <laughs> loves wearing huge jeans like his jeans are yeah. just big and i respect that this guy wears the the fashion that was like peak when he was peak yeah right well, that's what and old just people gonna, do. They don't leave their peak, or they try not to, right? They well, don't want we, to we are away. slowly, as we've alluded to, becoming old people ourselves. So yeah. I, I can identify it, it. It's comfortable for him. And I want to give a shout out to Mike, the greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, you got great. I like your jean game. Your jeans all look like you don't care. And yeah. I, I, I'm feeling <laughs> that. And he's still got the, you know, the earring that he's had since 1992. And yeah, why mess with, why mess with that? That was success back then. Why mess with success? He had two three-peats. What do you even call that? That. Okay. A double triple. Two (laughs) three-peats. Okay. All right. I like that. That's clever. Okay. So that rounds out our, our, rounds out our top fives. Um, Next up, on NXT, I just wanted to drop a little nugget about UK, which is that mm. Pete Dunne demanded Walter as his opponent for the NXT UK title in NXT TakeOver New York. So yeah, we're going to get another... Die. I don't understand why he would request that. I think it's... It, for me, it, it shot his heart points up a little bit on my spreadsheet because oh, let me sure. tell you, it proves to me that he is... He's a babyface. He is a, yeah. for lack of a better term, he is a guy who he knows everyone knows that Walter is the is the most uh, qualified to challenge for that title. Yeah. 
And so he's not going to fight that. He's going to say, give me Walter and give me Walter on a huge stage. And you so think he said, give me what I that. want? Give me what I want. Not like Batista. Okay. No? He wasn't spitting as much. I think I like to think that's how he got this match is he just kept sending that gif to... Uh, who, who's the uh, general manager over at NXT UK? That'd be Johnny Saint. I think he just sent Johnny Saint the Batista gift every... And Johnny Saint couldn't open him up on his phone because <laughs> he, didn't, right. he didn't, couldn't figure it out. What's next up? What's next up is when we is the thing where we talk about the show. Um, oh, this yeah. is This is NXT episode 497 because I wow. say the numbers now. You're doing good, man. <laughs> um, we opened up with... I mean, we were just talking about Batista. Triple H breaks... Uh, takes a break from his Batista feud to address the NXT universe. Um, sadly, carrying the NXT title because Goldie, because uh, Ciampa no longer is. Yeah. Um, he he. Like I said, he he takes out our hearts and he he smashes them with a hammer by telling us that there was indeed going to be a Gargano Champa match for yeah. the title at Takeover, which would have been the um. Well, a, another peak in the story. Yeah. And could have accomplished a whole lot. Uh, but both of those guys' names, he mentions Gargano, he mentions Champa. Both of these guys' names get a ton of applause from the NXT crowd, yeah. um, as you would expect. Uh, he tells us that Champa is recovering from neck surgery and will be for some time. Yeah. Um, so it, did you have any thoughts on Triple H's address here? I thought it was uh, appropriately... Um, heavy yeah i thought it was handled exactly how it should have been he should be the one that comes out um and with the title still had like it just got me so emotional because champa's nameplates were still on it and ah man it it is it's i mean champa couldn't even come out to relinquish it himself you know sometimes you see that wrestler come out when they're injured and they hand the title over. Uh, rem- is it remorsefully? Is it remorse? I, I mean, know. he would he would have some remorse, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just wondering if that was the right word. Um, I I don't think so, but yeah. it is a, it is a right word. Yeah, he we'll he didn't want to do it. Obviously, um, he tweeted out just before that he is in Champa. He tweeted out that he and Goldie are recovering, so that's good. But. Also, Goldie's got to recover from not having its owner anymore. It's like ripping a, yeah, it's ripping his newborn baby away from him. He treated that thing like a baby. I mean, it it, it was clinging. We say Champa was yeah. clinging to the title, but the title was clinging to Champa like a little baby possum. Yeah. you know, I could hear it when he left it on the apron last week, just crying. Yeah, and now, oh man. I don't know. I don't know who's going to have it. I think what we talked about was, or what you talked about was Cole. I think we, sh- we sh- yeah. we'll talk about this during the match, but I think he showed a lot of things during the match that makes sense that Cole would be the guy with the title. Um, but we'll see. Uh, well, yeah. as, as much as I poo-poo the idea of trying to like predict what's happening, yeah. as soon as he mentioned the five guys who will be who were in the Fatal Five way, which was Ricochet, Adam Cole, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, and Matt Riddle. I thought one of these things is not like the other. One of these things is not already embroiled 
uh, or already involved with someone else in the match, right? Ricochet right. and Alistair Black, they're a team. They've yeah. got this Dusty Classic going on. In fact, they've got a final with the Forgotten Sons next week. Uh, and then we've got Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle, who are already sort of feuding for the North American title. Right. And so to me, Cole was the guy who was going to win this match uh, as soon as I heard the announcement. And I'm not bragging uh, because <laughs> yeah, that would be stupid. Uh, I think it I think it just felt right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And also think about, and I don't want to get out of kayfabe either, but if you think about Johnny Gargano winning without beating Champa, it's I feel like it's going to feel a little empty. Don't you? Okay, now, yeah, you're telling me something that I, I wanted to tell you this, but I didn't know if you would agree. I feel like what is I mean, okay, Gargano winning <laughs> would be a big would be a big moment. Yeah. But it just it's not the moment that we were really waiting for. Oh, it's he, not he the moment they were building it. together. Like they were together right. doing this, you know? They are for real best buds. This is something they wanted to build on. They were passionate about it. That's why it was so good. And I don't think at like as a rest like I'm saying as a wrestler, like I'm a wrestler, but I'm trying to think of a story that I want to tell and then something happens that takes away that perfect ending. Would I want the same result from the ending? Probably not. I probably want to wait for it, you know? So, well, I don't know. I, I So, yeah, we both, it sounds like we are predicting an Adam Cole win yeah. at TakeOver New York, but uh, I could see it going either way. In yeah. fact, before we even knew who won this match, uh, Triple H told us that it, it would be a two out of three falls match yeah. at TakeOver, which, you know, I just, as a wrestling fan, was just like, yes, good. Oh, for sure. And that alone makes it super hard to uh, figure out who's going to win because, yeah, Cole can, well, we'll talk about that when we get to the match, but like his in-ring awareness and stuff can definitely work on a one pin, but a two pin, I, I don't know. Because I really liked right after Triple H's announcement, um, the the announce team were addressing the camera like directly in front of them. Yeah, and Triple H just sort of like awkwardly steps in front of them and puts the belt down. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I just I don't know. I just like that because <laughs> yeah. they I, I guess they had like space restrictions, um, but just wordlessly just like hey guys, puts yeah. it down. Yeah. Uh, and actually, Mara did a great job of just continuing what was going on. Um, and Nigel McGuinness kind of made a statement relate, kind of relating his experience to Ciampa. And I thought that was kind of, uh, that was nice too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Uh, what's next up? Well, what's next up is that, uh, Kona asks Kathy Kelly if, if she's checking him out. Oh yeah. 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 I would be, I was, that's why he was on my top of the power rankings. I was checking out Kona myself. I mean, normally when Kathy Kelly is on the screen, she is the shining uh, and, and most beautiful, radiant person. But yeah. um, in this case, sorry, Kathy, um, Kona uh, drew, drew my attention. And oh um, my god, that Kona, medallion! And when when asked about the main event of this episode and whether he was interested, he he said, uh, you know, he said the match was going to be all right. Yeah, but it's not going to be the finest, right? Um, and so then the forgotten I, you know, sons right like yep the forgotten sons came up and i just love your idea of why they're called the forgotten sons could you please share this because <laughs> i uh 
I laughed and I will always <laughs> laugh when I think about this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, I don't know why I thought about it, but when um so the other two guys, they're all okay. Let's just start how it let's just begin how it starts, right? So you have the Forgotten Sons come up, they're talking to Kathy Kelly, uh Wesley Blake and I always forget his name, which sucks because you don't want to forget the Forgotten Sons. What's his name? Wesley Blake. Oh, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler. Steve but Cutler. Their names, those guys, we've talked about this before. Those guys' names are for super forgettable type yeah, names. It sucks. Which is fun and ironic. Yeah. So, Wesley Blake and I already forgot, Steve Cutler, um, they move off and then Jackson Ryder, Riker, stays. And uh, You're thinking he, about Ghost Riker. I mean, yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he says a line about um like never will never be forgotten again i forgot his line but anyway it made me think why does this matter so much Riker must have had a terrible childhood where he was left and forgotten in a walmart and i yes i, I hope this is what we find out like he's These been guys living in walmart s- ever since because he does look like he's been you know living in a alleyway or something these guys were all in the gym. They were yeah. starting to like make form this friendship and they didn't really understand why until they were sitting down for lunch one day. Yeah. And nope. <laughs> they all had this experience where their mom left them, forgot them in a TJ Maxx or a Walmart yeah. or, or something. And, and so they, they bonded on that. And they're literally the forgotten sons, like their brothers yeah. and sisters. They didn't get forgotten. Oh my god, dude! I and that's what drives them. That's why they fight. They were they are literal forgotten sons. And what we will see <laughs> when they're about to get the titles, all three of their mothers are going to be <laughs> in in the stands in the audience, and they're going to meet their moms after how many years has this been since they've been forgotten, and it's going to cause them oh my to gosh. lose the championship. See, in my mind, it wasn't even that serious. Like they, yeah. they they got they made their way back home. Yeah. Like or or their oh. grandpa came and got them or something. Oh, you think they so? just bitter? No, I <laughs> no, think I, that's they've been forgotten. It was a funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was a funnier thing to me if if it was actually not that big of a deal and they just like formed their entire identity around it. Yeah. But on a serious level, I really like that the Forgotten Sons respond to Kathy Kelly in a way of like. Yeah, okay, there's this main event tonight, but we don't actually care what happens in the main event. In fact, if one of our opponents wins, that's good because then they'll be distracted by the NXT title. Yeah. They are so focused on the finals of the Dusty Classic. It's everything to them, and they don't give a damn about anything else. Yeah. And so that was cool. That's that why I think I, their moms are going to be there, and they're going to be, they're going to lose their focus. They're going to lose their minds. No longer forgotten. Well, in fact, what Riker said at the end of that was, um, "We and we will be forgotten no more. no more." That's right. Yeah, he he got a little poetic with it, and yeah. uh, I don't know, man. I like your salsa theory on that. I I think it's uh, pretty solid. Yeah, I think so too. Absolutely. I think um, I I like I really want that to be a thing. <laughs> I, but it's well, not we, I, you know, that it's probably <laughs> something deeper and cooler than that. Um, I don't know. And listen, in our minds, though, Kyle, we get to write the canon. It's called yeah. my, what is it? Head canon. 
Head cannon uh, or Nick Cannon. Our head cannon, our head cannon for the Forgotten Sons is they were all at one point forgotten at Six Flags or <laughs> or Kmart, and and that's oh, why man. they've bonded. Yeah, that's it was why. a Blue Isle, honey. It was a Blue Isle special, and I got carried blue away. Blue light. Yeah. Oh, blue light. Yeah, don't not you a get Blue Isle, man? Don't you don't you get that wrong? But oh. what was? It, Enough of this nonsense. What was next up on the show? Uh, Champa's surgery package, which we already talked about. So what's next up after that? Kyrie, Eo, well, and Belair's promo? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, I This was more of what we've already seen, right? Which is that Kyrie and Eo are insisting that nothing's going to come between them, right. but they will fight each other if necessary and sort of giving very straightforward answers and Belair interrupting and doing her darndest to just get under their skin. Oh my God, did it work for me? I don't me? know if that's a good strategy. Yeah. But th- she is getting under their skin. Yeah. She's gotten under mine. Um, <laughs> in the way that she is trying to get under everybody else's. Uh, right. It's really frustrating for me because I like her as a performer and I want to get behind her as a character, as a wrestler, but I can't. Like, I well, hate she comes her. up. And yeah. she comes up and she says, friendship, uh-uh, uh-huh. no. Not, which I I like that because if she can get under their skin, yeah, she's going to cause problems in their friendship. Even if they agree that they both like hate her, right? Uh, they're going to be just like pissed off oh, and yeah. left with each other. So I, you know, as, as far as a strategy goes, it might be, it might be the way to go and she's doing it effectively. Um, and she's... I just see Belair as someone who could definitely win this. I, all, any four of these women could win the match. Uh, and how's would, your math? It, any four? Uh, Who's yeah. the fourth woman? Oh, Shayna. <laughs> I thought oh, it man, was... Why you gotta take... Why you gotta diss my math just because I counted right, man? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. I thought Kyrie, Eo, and Belair were having one more match against each other uh, for some reason. I don't know why. That was stupid. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> How's your math? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I uh, my math's okay, but yeah, um, yeah uh, <laughs> this, this, uh, I'm, I'm super looking forward to this. I, I, I said it, I've said it before, but NXT like multi-person matches are an art form at this point. That yeah, you know, it, it the pace is always right. Um, and even though I'd prefer, you know, a classic one-on-one bout. Uh, getting all these characters involved at the same time is super interesting to me. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things that could happen and spin off of this. So yeah. um, anyway, it yeah, leaves, good, good little promo. It leaves me feeling like a Jackson Pollock afterwards. A Jackson Riker Pollock? What, what's it, what do you, how do you mean? <laughs> uh, is that the right artist where he just like sprays paint everywhere and it looks like uh, something else? That's Jackson you know Pollock, what? I'm right? Not, I'm no art c- critic, but I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So that me saying that, let me explain what I mean by that. I'm not. I get it now. It. Yeah, it's I'm, d- I'm bad at math. I'm bad at math and at and at art references. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> math much, asshole. <laughs> I, I just wish. I wish you would have said something even more over the top. <laughs> that would have been great. Um. Oh, so man. yeah, we had that, and then the promo between. Uh, the women who are going to be competing for the women's yeah. title 
led into the gauntlet match. Yeah. Um, and this was the only match on the show, I think, which gave it this focus that was very important. And uh, as the as the match is being prepared for... Oh, by the way, I did want to mention there was cool little promo videos for each of the people in this match. Oh, yeah. Throughout the episode. That was... Yeah, it was great. I like that build The up. reason... Yeah. I wanted to mention that specifically in, in regard to Matt Riddle and Adam Cole, because they both did something that I like, which is just for no reason, like, uh, super mispronounce a word. Like, Matt Riddle <laughs> in his video said, I've worked my ace off. And oh, yeah. I, I like that. That was fun. And then Adam Cole... Uh, gave an, an just a, another standardly good Adam Cole promo where he says that he is going to be the champion. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, is, I, I just want to hear, I want to hear people say champion as much as possible. So I appreciate that. from yeah. Adam Cole. I like that a lot. Yeah. He still sucks at apex, but he should be the NXT title champion for real. Um, it was a it was a good match. Like you got, I mean, it was like a Michael Bay match. You just got a whole bunch of showstoppers in there and doing their thing. You got a lot of finishers going and a lot of false finishes, and everybody got to shine. I, what's not enjoyable about that? You didn't have what two I robots love, having well, sex like I, I Michael just Bay. To, I, Oh my god! I, I don't know what you're talking about, but I think that's probably a good thing, right? Oh, it's a great thing. Yeah, you didn't okay. see Transformers two. I did see Transformers two, but I try to block it out. I mean, it's oh, the only must've. Transformers movie I saw, and it was so bad that I just I don't know. I, I saw, don't want to alienate anyone who liked it. I saw Transformers two at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, so like one of the nicest venues you can go to, and I'm watching that nonsense on the screen. <laughs> anyway. That's not yeah, what this it, match was like. It was like... I'll back you up on that, brother. That yeah. Transformers 2 movie was bad. But back to the <laughs> match, Adam Cole had the opportunity in this match, and this was on purpose, but he pissed yeah. everybody off. Oh, my God. It was great. And, Cole, uh, I'm it, making a note of that. Like, uh, this guy could feud with anybody. Yeah. Uh, him versus Riddle would be awesome. Him versus anyone is awesome because he just plays so well as being a bully and just saying the right thing and the wrong thing at the right times. And uh, yeah, I I love Cole. I, I said in my notes, he deserves all the titles. I want to see him hold both North American and uh, NXT before he leaves. Um, oh, you're one of these you deserve it type fans, are you? I think, yeah. I'll chant that for Cole, <laughs> sure. He okay. He performs in a grounded way where like mm -hmm. you believe Cole all the time. And so I, I wrote that. Let's see if you... Um, agree with this all right so like he he shows intelligence and aware awareness in the ring like no one else that's how he won this match and it was on full display here versus ricochet who relies on a lot of flash and can be easily avoided which i feel like is how he gets beat plus he has a newfound friendship with alistair black so he cares more about his friend than winning this match oh which is the I same yeah go ahead I just want to interject. Yeah. His friendship with Black, I liked in this match. Like, yeah. there was a when 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 Black was in the ring in the middle, he's sort of like staring everyone down, and then he sort of gives a head nod, yeah. to Ricochet, which I liked. And then in the match, they had a moment where they like square up and yeah. and give they sort of a hands. respecting. 
Yeah. They gave the manliest handshake I've ever seen. Yeah. And then they just like got to business. And then of course it was, uh, I think it was Cole who, who broke all that up, but yeah, I could be wrong. That's, that was their weakness in this match was each other. And, um, and then Riddle, I agree with everything you said there, by the way, I thought that was like their moments in this match were really great, especially with how they remain consistent with each other for being in that tag team. Um, yeah. Riddle, my note on Riddle, he isn't used to a multi-man free-for-all match. So he went all in at the wrong times. And Cole is used to playing chess because he's always with Undisputed Era and he's always playing chess in his matches. He's been in multi-man tags. He He's the smartest man in the room all the time. And that's how he wins this match. Would you agree? I totally agree. And it's a perfect way to make Riddle looks strong because in yeah. any one-on-one situation during the match, he was getting the better of his opponents. Yeah. He had some picture-perfect suplexes, uh, and then he worked his way into submissions really fluidly. Um, but you're right. Whenever he was uh, down and out, it's because he just got dumped out of the ring or he didn't yeah. see something coming. Uh, and Adam Cole, by contrast, wasn't necessarily the best in one-on-one scenarios, but he always took advantage. Yeah. Well, yeah, he so. he stays on the outside when he needs to, and he watches, and then he just comes in and makes those and a special shout out hits. to a spot that I've seen on um, on indie in indie wrestling was Cole stomping on Matt Riddle's bare feet. Oh yeah, whenever you have a whenever you have an, an MMA style guy in there with the bare feet, I think a, a good wrestling heel is going to laugh and he's going to stomp on them feet. Yeah, he's the only one who's done that so far to Riddle, I think, right? No one else has done that to Riddle in the ring yet. I That's another reason why Cole needs all the titles. Well, he's going to have a chance to win one at NXT TakeOver New York. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I want to know what he's going to do to Gargano um, to, to get the well, one up. Yeah. Gargano, and it's great that this is a two out of three falls match because yeah. because Gargano has this edge that he didn't used to have, which is a, an unpredictability and a viciousness that that he didn't used to have. Also, so, Gargano won the North American title because Champa's help, because of Champa's help. Now he doesn't have Champa. Champa's hurt. He hurt his own f- fake friend or whatever to call it. He hurt Champa. That's what I'm going to believe. So now no one is there to get Gargano's back. When Champa wasn't there to back uh, him up before he lost, there is one person who has Gargano's Candace. back, and and sh- you know she's no slouch. No, she's she, wrestled. She's wrestled against Adam Cole before. She might have some. Uh, oh, dude. She might have if, some some background that she can help with. What if she comes out with the gold or brass knuckles or whatever they were? And helps Gargano. Solid gold and diamond encrusted knuckles. Well, that's what knocked out. That was what was on display with the Aleister Black situation, where the Correct. brass knuckles, yes. right? So yeah, and that's that's why he was out for so long is because it wasn't just someone kicking him. It, yeah, you know that happens in the match. It was uh, an attack with a deadly weapon. God, man, what if? Oh man, if Candice came out with that, I would lose it, and I'd be okay with Gargano winning with that kind of callback. Oh my God. There's a lot that could happen. Yeah. It's true. We don't know. I got distracted by this match. Like, I, this match was... I didn't want to take too many notes because I was just enjoying yeah. how it was going. Yeah. And really, for the most part, if you're going to give a, genu- a general description, you're going to say 
all everyone in the match got to show why they were in the match. Yep. Um, Velveteen Dream and and Riddle got to uh, sort of play off each other and and improve that feud. Uh, Black and Ricochet um, worked together at times, but also squared off at times, and that was good because we don't know. I mean, with this sort of odd couple type tag team, sometimes it turns out that they have a feud afterward, and sometimes oh. it doesn't. So I, think I would so. I would. Yeah. I would expect so because, and it would be badass. Um, yeah. And then, uh, wait, why do you have Reeves gauntlet huh? match? Riddle, Black, Yeah, Reeves Ricochet. was in there, right? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Kona Reeves. Yeah, I didn't uh, mean to put Reeves in there. I, I, I love it. I love that Kona Reeves, uh, listener, if you, I'm referring to the <laughs> notes that Kyle has made and he literally put Kona Reeves in the gauntlet match even though he wasn't in it. I think that's wishful thinking. Yeah, it was wishful thinking. I said Riddle, Black, Ricochet, Reeves, Cole, and Dream. <laughs> you I, just put him right in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's I awesome. deleted it. I just deleted it so I wouldn't get confused. But he should have been in there. Uh, yeah, a, fa- a fatal six-way with Kona Reeves. Yeah. Um, uh, this was... There was like a five-man superplex at one point, which makes... No sense. Like, is it just four guys superplexing one guy? And if yeah. so, does that make it somehow worse? I I didn't like that spot. I, I that's a yeah. that's a fun, goofy WWE spot, and I'm not gonna hate on it. It was so weird. But I'm not like I'm not from that era where that was a thing where like, oh, that's a callback that I'm gonna get excited about. Right. I just saw that and I was like, my suspension of disbelief. I've worked on getting that really high, and then that just went. I don't even well, look, know. Well, yeah, I, NXT I even do it. as a wrestling show, I think it does a better job of being all things to all people in terms yeah. of all wrestling fans. Yeah. You get all the styles. Uh, you get moments where everything's very logical, and uh, the the fight makes all kind. Like, look at a Shayna Baszler match and compare it with this, or compare it with uh, you know the halftime match that they did. In fact, this reminded me a lot of that tag. Uh, yeah. From the halftime show, um, halftime heat, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, halftime heat. Yeah. So this match, uh, really high pace, um, but the outcome. Did you have anything else to say uh, about the match itself? No, that was no. I don't. <laughs> I mean, there's not much else yeah. to say because we could just name all the spots that they did. Everyone got in their uh, stuff. Yeah, and we know what's happening next. Like every, everyone has something to do after this match, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope so, we yeah, get that, to hear from Keith Lee and Dominic again soon because their, their thing is not finished, but we didn't even get an update on right. that at all this week. So hopefully next week we see something. We didn't, we got a focused episode. Episode yeah. 497 was about this main event to determine the, the title match at TakeOver. It yeah. was about the other titles too. Like we we got um, the North... Well, actually we didn't hear much about the North American title, but those guys were involved in the main event. Right. Uh, but the women's title, and then the winner of the Dusty Classic, of course, is going on to face War Raiders. Right. Uh, I personally, I don't know. I, I see Ricochet and Black winning because then they'll be on the card, but maybe they have a falling out and they'll be on the card that way. 
Um, yeah. Personally, I would rather see the Forgotten Sons against War Raiders because I just like great units like that. Guys who have been together, are together, and will be together, and are you know an established team. Like I've said before, the Forgotten Sons have grown on me big time. Yeah, specifically with their in-ring stuff. Yeah, I, I agree, and I don't know who I'd rather see in in the title picture for the takeover thing. I would be happy with both because I like seeing Alistair Black and Ricochet perform, but um, I don't I don't know. I think Forgotten Sons makes more sense to me, but yeah, I don't know. Because if Forgotten Sons goes, I feel like War Raiders are going to retain it, and uh, it doesn't make Forgotten Sons look any weaker, but also like Ricochet and Alistair Black losing together doesn't make sense to me. Like I'm pulling out a kayfabe now, and I'm just trying to put things together right. like a puzzle, and I can't do that with Alistair Black and Ricochet because those puzzle pieces don't even, they're not even from the same puzzle. Like it doesn't make sense to me <laughs> at all. That's still. a great... Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, they've been so involved on yeah. the main roster and their re- their audience reaction on Raw and SmackDown has been super positive. Like yeah, they no, just that's get great. Big, big reactions and it makes sense because well, for Alistair, I think that guy comes out, he's such a unique, distinct flavor of yeah. performer and that's so much more important on those shows to just come out and make an impression. Ricochet the same way. Those guys, uh, where we sort of thought in NXT, we wished their characters were built up a little more. Yeah. It just doesn't matter as much on the main roster. Yeah. And that's not a knock because what they're doing is really fun and good. Um, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I, uh, I just yes, thought of ahead. this, and I don't know if this is true or not, but would you think Aleister Black is a more modern Undertaker? He has some of those vibes, uh, yeah. for sure. I mean, th- th- there have been, you know, people like to talk about Undertaker's last match. Uh, it's something that wrestling fans have talked about for the last 20 years. Um, but, uh, you know, Aleister Black and Undertaker, to me, is not a match I would want to see now. Well, I don't want to see dream. Undertaker matches. matches. It's, a, it's matches. neither do I. And I'm the biggest yeah. Undertaker fan. I just, I just would like to see... I, I, Undertaker in his prime against yeah. Aleister Black would be insane. That okay. would be insane. Yeah. Um, and and so because those guys carry a lot of gravitas, um, they both do a lot with a little. Uh, Aleister Black has shown like he's gotten really enraged and really angry yeah. in relation to certain storylines, but oftentimes he has this controlled rage, and that's a lot of times how the Undertaker was. He... He didn't show a lot of emotion, but mm-hmm. he would strike out with a lot of fury. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely for me like a video game dream match. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You can do that. And uh, brought to you by WWE NXT. No, not NXT UK. Don't, we <laughs> what are, am I even saying? We are not sponsored. Don't you dare say that. 2K20. Uh, 2K20 sounds weird. Yeah. I don't know about those naming conventions. They might have to figure something out. Yeah, because um, it had a certain ring to it when it was in its teens, right? 2K11, right. 2K12, 2K13. That sounded okay, nice but 2K20, that sounds weird. Well, we, we've we clearly run out of episode to talk about, but if we're <laughs> going to talk about anything else NXT-related, um, NXT put out kind of like a cutesy little 
I should say WWE put out a cutesy little NXT POV video where they talked about the possibility of Raw and SmackDown stars moving to NXT. Yeah. Um, I what we've seen so far of that has been cameos, which right have been used to like great effect. We talk about how good the Gulak cameo was. Yeah, oh my god, um, it was great. I think the prospect of seeing an NXT. A women's tag team take on Sasha and Bailey, for example, would be mm-hmm. super exciting. Yeah. Um, but the the idea of someone coming to NXT for an extended period of time, I don't know if that's happened for a while. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I we talked about this on our Discord a little bit, and I'm mixed on it because I there are some people I would like to see more of, but I'm. I guess more traditional with keeping NXT NXT right now because they have what I think is a stacked roster and they keep stacking it. Like we keep seeing all this talent come in that from the indies that we're interested in seeing. But if they bring someone from the main roster, that person's going to get a lot of attention because they are from the main roster. And I don't know if that's attention I want to take away from someone new that I'm more interested in seeing that like i want to see new faces develop rather than an old face try to develop in a new way does that make sense it Um, does now i will say that what i've normally seen when they do this is that wrestler who comes in ends up putting over making someone in nxt look good look better cassius Um, he would be a cassius ono a cassius ono or that's exactly what Tyler Breeze did the last time he came through. So Yeah, and that was um, just for one match. Like if they come in for a while, I would feel like they would have to build that character up and that's taking up time from the new faces I want to see. I don't I don't know. Like I'm just Yeah. So I much depends on how they do good, it, but I don't know. Right. Well, and and I kind of like the idea as NXT fans, um uh, our roster is like anybody it's someone coming off the indies it's some it's some fresh face some some new developmental talent it's someone from the main roster and so i i kind of dig or it's a legend like they've they've brought in legends before they brought in jushin thunder liger yeah Uh, so it's really it's really anybody um yeah and so i i do like that aspect of it and but as far as like the like let's say they bring in uh, Luke Harper for mm-hmm. some like extended run whether or not I enjoy it is probably just completely up to how they do it so yeah um, and it's NXT so we've they've earned our trust as fans right so like I would trust them when that happens but also in the back of my mind I'm like but Kona's not on right now so what's going on you know like right get Luke off the screen yeah. put Kona up there I, I hear you. That's your main reservation is Kona. But if you know what though, if if it's Tyler Breeze coming back to to have a feud with Kona Reeves, maybe I'm maybe okay. I'm okay with that. Uh yeah, I think you won me over and we're okay with that. Well, I'll just say this. As as a NXT fan since 2014, which that's not necessarily the beginning, but when I started watching Breeze was a big part of the show and uh got a lot of great reactions. Uh, I'm just going to keep saying his name. Um, so apologies. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I'm i okay uh, with that. Well, good. Uh, well, that was... <laughs> was that it? I mean, that, that, was, it. that was a... 
that was a great talk. We're, we're moving toward NXT TakeOver New York. Next week, we have the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, which I am very much looking forward to. I, and uh, there's just lots of, lots of exciting stuff on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, too. Uh, it'll be fun. Did you say TakeOver is... But how long till takeover? Well, the take this takeover is right before um, WrestleMania. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. So, and that's April sixth and seventh weekend. So that's pretty soon. That's in like three weeks, right? We are on the road to takeover New York, as as I like to say. Yeah, I, um, that's what I'm saying too. Uh, yeah. So if you listen to us and you're like, "Hey, how can I support you?" but not financially and there's a good way to do that which is just leave us a four-star review four stars because we're the second we're still the second best even though more podcasts like nick said earlier popping up we're still the second best think about the value we bring to the table i mean we're two wrestling fans one who hasn't been a wrestling fan very long and another who hasn't been a wrestling fan even let you know even less time yeah right we're new fans relatively we're bringing a fresh perspective uh, and we try to stay, I think we try to stay positive because yeah. um, I think complaining is less fun. Right. I hear not that complaining not. a lot. So it's, right. and why do I want to add to that? Sure. Sure. L- let me complain but, uh, about the complainers. I don't know when to stop. When is complaining <laughs> not complaining? Uh, it always is complaining, okay. but... The fact is, we we had talked about uh, making a, a wrestling podcast because just we like to talk about right. wrestling. I am so much less obsessed with wrestling than I was when we started, but yeah. I I enjoy watching NXT just as much as I always have. I am on the same same boat. Like it was, I think when I first started watching because of you and because of Daniel, the guy who does the kayfabe power rankings vocals. Um, what a voice. I was real, like really into wrestling. I was watching as much content as I can, right? I was Raw, SmackDown, New Japan, and Lucha Underground. I just wanted to take it all in. Now it's just NXT. I'm passionate about NXT, but man, I can't. I just can't watch it all like I used to. I don't know what it is. Well, I think it's understandable. I and and wrestling fans know it goes in ebbs and flows. Yeah. Sometimes you're really into it. Sometimes you're not as much. So it's it's just been nice to have one consistent through line show that somehow yeah. connects to all other wrestling really well, like yeah. NXT does. Yeah. And uh, you can count on to, you can count on it to, if it's not really great, at least it's going to make sense and carry on the storylines that you were paying attention to. Yeah. So um, NXT is great. Once again, thank you for listening. And what do we do at the end? What do we say? Uh, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a be gone. I'm a be gone.